Hi, my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Philip McAleer. And we're married. And it's the... Um, it's what Christmas. are we doing? It's Christmas. And it's the Daily Virus. Um, the Alan Phillips Scoop Daily Virus. Yes, where we well, discuss... What do we discuss, Phelan? We discuss the latest news, news, advice and madness of the pandemic. It's day 281 of the 14-day uh, flatten the curve lockdown. I, t- I decided to change the way I did it. I know a lot of people will complain about that. So for those people who like the way I normally do it, it's week 39. That's nine and three quarter months of the two week flat in the curve lockdown. But it sounds more interesting when you put it like 281 days of the 14 day lockdown, right? It's just the 14 days. And just to tell you, this is the last virus of the year. That's the last daily virus. Last so. daily virus of the year. But I think unfortunately we'll be back with some daily virus in the new year for a while at least. Yes, unfortunately. Um, we have tomorrow, by the way, is our Christmas end of year scoop and don't forget to tune into that and particularly because by the way we have a lovely visit we have a lovely guest on yes who is a, a, an avid listener and kind of funny how we actually found out that he was an avid listener to the podcast because he featured in a story we covered yes and he, and he writes and goes hey I'm a big huge listener to yours and I was on the story so and, and he's all he's going to He's a beautiful singer. He's going to sing some a Christmas. He's going to cra- song, sing a Christmas beautiful carol. Christmas carol as well. Yes. But anyway, that's all tomorrow. So that's uh, the Alan and Phelan scoop, uh, the the main podcast, which comes out on a Wednesday, and, and you can watch on YouTube, and you can listen to wherever you get good podcasts. Yes. So what's happened in the news, Phelan? Um, well, we're going to look at the massive stimulus uh, giveaway money to our friends. Bill. Massive. Uh, and and give away money to madness, but also the lights are going out in parts of Europe yeah, and, again. And old, uh, yeah, again, again, and again, and again, and the old enmities are rising in uh, to fill the darkness. And oh, thank God for the Dalai Lama. Tell us about the Dalai Lama. Yes, Philip. he really is an inspiration in these troubled times. Not. not. And guess who's deciding who gets the vaccine? Hint: it's not good news. And some thoughts on those, on the whole uh, fact We're, that we are actually not all in this together yes but we have really big news before yes, we, we get into the show we are big launching <laughs> we are launching a massive huge crowdfunding campaign in january which you are going to love we are going to expose the hunter biden family yes and hunter biden and the whole shooting lot yes. match of them yes and the, and the various dodgy dealings all over the world but they're actually they're quite globalist in their uh, in their and their dodgy dealings and quite and all of the strange and wonderful things about hunter biden a person with some very serious character flaws and some addiction issues who yet manages despite all of that to be the apple of the eye of ceos around the world just, in all kinds of just, in all kinds of dodgy places like ukraine and china they just want his expertise and it's nothing to do with his name. and it's not like it's not like this is like an interesting news story so the media media and big tech have worked like double overtime. double time and overtime to make sure that you don't know anything to, about hunter biden to cover this up i mean they really they really went the extra mile to cover this up especially in the run-up to the election so and we're going to expose this for the world to see so um if you're familiar with us, and I know we've got a lot of new listeners out there, this will be our biggest campaign since Gosnell. Um, and because it's great news, because this project is so exciting and so important, uh, a very generous donor has agreed to match all contributions up to $25,000, but only till the end of only the year. Only the end of the year. So we have until the 31st of December to raise 25000 And if we raise that $25,000, it will actually be 50000 So that means if you donate 
$50 to the Hunter Biden project. It's, go, it's really going to be $100. Uh, if you donate $100, it's going to be $200. If you donate $1,000, it'll be $2,000, et cetera, et cetera. And we are, we are very excited. This is a huge project for us. As yeah. I said, it's just, this is as big, if not bigger, than the Gosnell yeah, project. Yeah, but this matching project, it's a once-in-a-year opportunity. This matching donor, once-in-a-year opportunity. And we're so grateful to the donor to make this possible. So this is going to, uh, when we hit this target, and I know we will, this is going to put our crowdfunding off to the best possible, possible start. start. Yeah, it's a great start. Uh, you know, we raised a lot of money for the Gosnell project. We wrote a book there. We made a movie that's been seen by millions. It's really kept the Gosnell name in the headlines. And we're not finished with Gosnell, by the way. Yes. Gosnell. So that's what we can do. We can keep these people in the headlines that they deserve and give them the headlines that they deserve. The Hunter Biden, it's going to be a huge project. It'll take a lot of work and we need your help. So you can donate at the unreportedstorysociety.com forward slash donate or just go to the unreportedstorysociety.com and click on the donate button. All donations are tax deductible. So that's that's good. So don't forget they're matched. So everything you give will be doubled, but only up until the end of the year. So what you can, whatever you can do, we really, really appreciate it. It's very, very important. So... The stimulus package. So, you know, I just was reading the New York Times brief on this, and we have a lot to say about the stimulus packets. But a central part of the stimulus packet, it's worth saying, is the one-time checks that the government will mail to people. Any household with an income below $150,000 will likely receive at least $1,200. Families with children will receive more. Much of that money will go to Americans who are doing just fine. That's, and I that, think that's this, even the New York Times. Even saying. the New York Times is saying that. I think that's a really important point. So, you know, people who are doing just fine and actually have done more than fine have been saving money through the pandemic. Yes. And as we know, savings are off the charts. Those people are still going to get that check. Um, yeah, the New York Times says the personal savings rate has, has risen to about 14% in the fall from 8% at the, at the start, start of, of the year. year. So people are saving a lot of money. Uh, you know, and, and then the government decides after all this time, it allows these 600, you know, I'm going to destroy the place you work. Yeah. I'm going to destroy the business you work in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you lockdowns work. And then when they don't work, the answer is more lockdowns. Yes. And we'll come to that later. But here, here, by the way, here's 600 bucks for you. Right. And and we're going to expand your 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 unemployment insurance. But for anyone out there who is disgusted and ups and extremely upset by how little this is, how late this is, all of that, you know, maybe you'll be happy to know that the bill also includes funding for two new Smithsonian museums, two new, because that's like a, like a, like an emergency, right, film? So funding for two new Smithsonian museums, one focusing on Latino Americans, Latino, Latino and one on women. Um, and, uh, you, you know, know, can you believe that? Yeah, and I mean, it goes on, it goes on, and they're 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 according to Scott McFarlane on Twitter, they're setting aside money uh, to pay for their daycare. The U.S. Senate, oh, the U.S. Daycare. Senate daycare. The, yes. So they spent more money on daycare during the pandemic, and so some of the money from this relief bill is going to go yes. to senators. But, but here's 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 where you're getting six hundred bucks. Lucky old you. Here's Kennedy Center. Uh, 26 million. Smithsonian, a billion. One, that, hang on, don't say it so quickly, Phil. Smithsonian, one billion dollars. Yes. That's billion with a B. National mm -hmm. Art Gallery, 154 million. National Arts and Humanities, 167 million. The Woodrow Wilson Center, 14 million. Stop for a moment, Phil. Yeah. So, so stop for a moment, oh, Phil. Stop for a moment yes. there, Phil. I mean, I'd love to, you know, I, I'm not completely ignorant. 
the Woodrow Wilson Centre? Yes. Do we have any idea what that's about? It's a, it's a actually that's a good question. You it's know, a, it's an I mean, I've heard of the I have heard of the Smithsonian, but the Woodrow Wilson Centre. It's an arts place actually. But you know, one thing I want to say to Republic, I mean, this is it's actually immoral. It that is money, immoral. That, that is, money is going yes. there, right? But at this time, but it's for Republicans. It's even bad politics. Yes. So they're voting for money to go to places that produce non-stop anti-Republican and anti-conservative propaganda. Yes. So they're funding. You know, they come, they, they're always out looking for money for, for advertising and for the next election, whilst at the same time they're voting for, to give money to their enemies. To erode, to, completely erode and destroy the culture and yes, destroy the values yes. that matter. You can imagine the, um, the museum of, what was it we, saw, we called it there? The, the Museum of Latino Americans. Yes. You can just imagine, and the Museum on Women, I, you know, I'm going to go really out on a limb here and suggest that both of those museums are going to be massive uh, shrines to victimology, yes. that there will be shrines to the fact that Latinos have had an awful time here, which kind of goes completely counter to the actual evidence of actually what has happened here, where everyone who has come here, who has wanted to this United States, who has wanted to make yeah. something of themselves, has done really well. And everyone, by the way, everyone knows those stories of people who arrived with $500 yes. in their back pocket or $60 in their back pocket. But whatever happened to the National Art Gallery and the National List and the National... But even on top of that, film, to say that any of these galleries should be... I mean, they should be shuttered. You know, if you're going to be shuttering small businesses, yes. those museums should take a break because if there's money, if there's, you know, there's, there's not an unlimited amount of money and the idea that you're giving $600 to someone who has been out of work since March is just beyond but, belief. But what do you hear who else is getting money? Hollywood and the entertainment industry is getting $15 billion. Billion with a B. Billion. And it's like, are you, are you kidding me? And by the way, like, there's no industry better, you know, Hollywood is this massively unionized industry, industry and, 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 and the stage world as well, the theater world, massively unionized. That's why it's so successful. Not. That's why theater, nobody in the theater world can make a living. Actors have to take three jobs. Uh, and, you know, could, 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 uh, is there any suggestion that any of the unions are taking a cut in salary? Yeah. They're, saying, they're looking at their contracts and saying, hey, Okay, we get we all get really well paid. Maybe we should all take a twenty percent cut in salary. Uh, no, it's like go. So there's some waiter somewhere who working in Wisconsin who's paying taxes. You hear the cat? I hear a cat. Okay, you keep talking there, Phil, about the and I'm going to get the cat in because I can hear him crying. Right. He's distressed, Phil. Okay, so um, is he out there? Yes, he's out there crying. Come on in. What's he crying about? Anyway, so yeah, fifteen billion. Look, it's it's madness uh, that that the Hollywood and the theatre world is getting is getting this money. Uh, it's it's just wrong. It's it's one of the wealthiest industries on the planet, and it's you know they're not. It's not. We're not all. We'll come to this later. But we're not all in this together. Like the unions are not saying, oh well, everyone should take a twenty percent cut in salary. Uh, as the cat, I'm just off. worried. As long as the cat does not toss the camera, I'm just going to help. That is, that is scary. That is so scared. That is Mr. Scaredy Cat, who never, want, who's always playing Scaredy Cat. Hello, sweetie. Well, he's not so scaredy he's now. He's not so scaredy now. Let me see. Okay, so there you are, sweetie. Tell us uh, more, film. The lights are going out all over Europe. They really are. And uh, 
I'm just worried. Oh yeah, sorry, I see that. <laughs> the, the lights are going out all over Europe, and in Ireland we're on level five there. So level five, I mean, all you need to say about level five is here's a headline from the Irish Independent. Hot tip to John McGurk. I, I stole this from his Twitter feed. Level five until St. Patrick's Day could end cycle of lockdowns. So, and that's oh not, yeah, lockdowns that's, could end lockdowns. Is that no, it? no, but it's like that's not level five until St. Patrick's Day this next year. It's that's the headline from last year. Oh, that's the headline from last year. Oh God, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, could end lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's funny. Yes. So. Um, so it's terrible, actually, in Ireland. The, so the recent, and by the way, this is the kind of the similar version of this is happening all over Europe. Yes. As films, as the lights are going out all over Europe. So people I, in I just, Ireland, so people in Ireland, for example, are not, are, will be allowed, you know, allowed to have visitors from just one other household. Oh, that's from last year. That's the one no, from no, last no, year. No, no, no. From St. Patrick's Day. Since Stephen's Day, sorry, from St. Stephen's Day, Saturday, December the 26th. However, no household visits are permitted from Friday, January the 1st onwards, except for essential family reasons. But anyway, can I just say what I think is funny about that, by the way? Obviously, it's horrible. But the funny thing about it is that they seem to be giving a little holiday, right? There is a holiday in there yeah, of yeah. restrictions. And it's like, if this thing is as bad as you say, yeah. right? The virus isn't taking a break for Christmas. So, you know, I don't understand how if you're... Do you know, do you know the point I'm making? Because it's, it's politically unacceptable, right? Yeah, because people won't do it. And then they'll look like a laughingstock. Yes. The whole country is going to just... It's like the I thing mean, that happened here the other day, by the way, here in Los Angeles, where they were sort of saying, don't go anywhere, don't leave home, don't whatever. But Christmas is coming. And basically, not that the numbers were the same as last Christmas, but basically millions of people did go through LAX. Lots of people yeah. did go to the airport. Um, because people want to be with loved ones at this time of year. Yeah, hotels are are closed from Boxing Day. As we this call is it. in Ireland. Yes, uh, and people. Oh, it's just it's just madness. Um, restaurants, pubs are closed from Christmas Eve, um, and after after that, then you're going. There's going to be an inter-county ban on travel. So, and, I, and we're not talking about counties here that are the size of American counties. We're talking about counties that you could cross in half an hour. Some yes. Of them. Yes. And, uh, yes. <clears throat> You're not going to be allowed to leave your, your county. So basically, you know, you're going to be kept to this narrow leash of probably five miles or 10 miles. And they're going to have the police and they're going to have the cops out, Check what they call the guard, the at checkpoints, asking people where are they going and what are they doing. Mm. It's just dreadful. And then but, the UK has been is being closing and being closed off. So because of this alleged new uh, mutant strain, which is particularly infectious, um, but that's, but that's very thin information about very it. Thin I mean, they seem, when, the, when the Parliament were being, you know, when people are trying to get answers from Parliament about exactly where these numbers are coming from, it started with 70% more infectious. Then yesterday, it suddenly, it suddenly changed to 50% more mm. infectious. But there's very, very, it's very thin on the details. Yes. And despite the thinness of the details, they, they are closing down the UK. I mean, complete panic. They're closing down the UK. At Heathrow Airport, massive panic with people trying to get to get home. Yeah, get home to Ireland, Poland, all these places. But also the UK is being closed off. And uh, most of Europe is banning travel from the UK. And I, I particularly, what caught my eye, excuse me for a moment. What did catch your eye, Phil? <clears throat> was an, <clears throat> an article in the Guardian newspaper, which is kind of like, the New York Times on steroids, which is more anti-British than the most uh, most Irish people, and that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a full full of British people who hate Britain. 
the Guardian, and uh, they, they, of course, there's a new mutant strain of the virus. They, of course, blame it on the most obvious thing, Boris Johnson, and they take great pleasure in detailing how the other European countries are blaming Boris Johnson. And it's very funny. I mean, I, I think I've said this before. I play soccer three times a week, and the only a large proportion of the reason why I play soccer is to indulge in national stereotyping Love of it. my fellow players. Love it's it. a very, very and do they do they live up to the stereotype? Certainly, in my mind, they do. Mostly, they do actually. And I'm very disappointed when they don't. When the German shows flair and the Italian is logical and uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it is now. Uh, but so. I do, and I was brought up in the British culture in Northern Ireland, so I do have a healthy um, European stereotype and uh, disdain for, for the Continentals. But so and the Continentals have a leg, likewise disdain uh, for the British. So uh, they, they've done a, a helpful little roundup of the gloating. Uh, but the Guardian doesn't see it as gloating. The Guardian sees it as this is gloating about what now, Philip? Oh, about Boris Johnson and the UK. Okay. Uh, the Guardian doesn't see it as gloating. The Guardian sees it as, as serious journalism. And they go, much of the blame was on Boris Johnson, whose U-turn on Christmas had, one, quote, once more shown the yawning gulf between the Prime Minister's airy promises and the real world. Airy so, promises yeah, and the real world. Says Germany's develt. And it's like, no, there's a new mutant strain of the virus, right? You know, And uh, uh, the vacuum, whoever, is now, quote, fast being filled with the anger and fear of a nation hit by horror story upon horror story. And, 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 you know, they all love to get in a little dig, of, quite a big dig about Brexit. The continental blockade could well be preparing Britain for what Brexit might actually mean, you know. So, and then Britain, the York, they quote the New York Times, the Guardian quotes the New York Times. Britain, christened not long ago by a pro-Brexit lawmaker as Treasure Island, for the riches it offers, has earned another moniker, Plague Island. And for their troubles, Britain's large Britain's largely blamed Boris Johnson. Actually, you know what? I don't think they do. To be fair, I think they should blame Boris more for a lot of the things. But I, from what I can see in the polls, they're not blaming Boris. He's not suffering. People still like Boris Johnson, uh, bizarrely. Uh, and uh, you know, again, New York Times gets in a dig at the, at a Brexit. The paper said, already girding for the countries to finalise its messy divorce from the EU, the sudden sense of being cut adrift from the block from the world at stage felt like a bitter taste of what might be to come. And it's like, guys, I thought you were the big, you know, there's a, there's a plague, we need to shut everything down. And there's the UK saying, there's a plague, we need to shut everything down. And your response is, it's all Boris Johnson's fault. And, uh, and, 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 you know, so the Netherlands... Uh, are gloating again. The ports are closed. London stations witnessed a veritable exodus, uh, and people saying it's out of control. The Sydney Morning Herald, you know, uh, they, you know, people don't realise that so much of the ex-colonials and so much of the progressiveness of Ireland, and Australia, and Canada, three of the most progressive countries in the world, is all to show the mother country that we're moving on, that we're better. So they love gloating about. Britain's misfortune, uh, and the Sydney Morning Herald uh, said had a brutal answer. Britain's response to the pandemic has been mired in an action plagued by failures of the state and Johnson's own destructive habit of promising false dawns simply because he cannot bear to be the bearer of bad news. You know, it's 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 and the French. Oh, I love the French. Actually, God help the French. Liberation. Liberation, and. Uh, uh, they, they you know, at least uh, I mean, at least they're honest, you know. Uh, 
the continental so the people have been, you can't go to Europe now from the UK the continental Europe and they said, and actually the French have stopped the trucks right yes, leaving yes. France with the wine yes etc which would be very important for Christmas yeah. move on yes the continental blockade was quote even more effective than that decreed by Napoleon in 1806 cutting cutting Britain off from the rest of Europe and from parts of the rest of the world never forget I, I, can I never forget it's very like Ireland you know you murdered my you murdered you know James Connolly in 1442 or whatever you know so but actually I do like I, I, one thing I would say to France is that blockade by Napoleon in 1806 didn't work out too well for him did it just saying Waterloo no 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Waterloo okay so uh, I like this story that we got from I think we got this from oh I think it's from I think this is from Justin Hart but um, he has sort of exposed through uh, Twitter, and it's funny that the Twitter account now has been silenced and muted. He's found the person responsible for deciding yeah. who gets... And modelling. And modelling, but deciding who gets the vaccine, who will be getting the vaccine. And so the person is called Joe Walker. As I said, their Twitter account has been, um, has been muted. But Jojo is a 20-something who works for the CDC um, Joe's model is being used to decide who gets vaccinated. And Joe is a proud American well, well, who lives on occupied yeah. Miss Govey well, land. No, but what's important is that you have to look at their Twitter handle yeah. and their Twitter bio, a description in the bio. You know, CDC, Infectious Disease Epidemiology, Epidemiology and Modeling, Global Health Transmission Dynamics Control, UGA MPH, alum, non-binary, trans, they, them, views, own, uh, and then where do you live? You know, it's a thing underneath in the, in the, in the bio on the Twitter. Occupied Miskovga land. So basically, we have a social justice warrior. Deciding who should get the, yeah. who should get the, the, the vaccine. Ah. Joe is a scientist, but rather than use the reported vaccine efficacy 90 to 100%, Joe's model uses an estimate of 70%. Joe's model also doesn't take into account the highly aged stratified so just risk to explain why of the, COVID. Why this is important. So, I mean, the obvious thing to do is to give it to older people yes. who are the most vulnerable. Yes. But older people in America are overwhelmingly white. Yes. So you have social justice warriors who think that there's systemic racism in America and they want to give it to to. It's minorities here. exactly so it's here the cdc says the risk of death is 270 times higher for 70 plus people for people who are over 70 than those aged 18 to 50. joe's model ignored the highly lethal nature of the disease to the elderly so joe was able to recommend that younger essential workers be prioritized over the elderly because the elderly are whiter unbelievable the sick. new york this times sick, explained sick. why this was fair and now many states are implementing vaccination plans based on Joe's model, resulting in hardly anyone over 70 being vaccinated. Wow. The New York Times explained... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly. And then they have a map and everything like that showing you, you know, the numbers of people who are getting vaccinated in the different age groups. Yeah. And it's extraordinary and really distressing. Uh, and, 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 and this woman, Emily Burns, uh, says... Yeah, who's fabulous. Says, Based on our current death rate, every month that those over 70 are not vaccinated, Another 50,000 people will die. Uh, another 12,000 from the 50 to 70 
age group. And not only are those deaths tragedies in themselves, these deaths will be used by the media and unions to keep schools and businesses closed. Resulting, so they're, resulting, they're, 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 so they're basically resulting in resulting in they're, more they're, lockdowns. They're basically happy to sentence people, elderly people, to death because they're white. Because they're white. Yeah, that yeah. is the CDC. That is who. That is we're well, that's all who, in this that's together. We're all in this together, and that what that brings me to my next point, which is we're all in, we're not all in this together. And we're really, really not. And this is kind of our, you know, this is our end of year roundup. I don't want it to be too per, super, super depressing. But, you know, the, the world has never been more divided into though, you know, there's, we're not in anything together. There's nothing at all yeah. about the, any of this that we're in together. So there are on the awful side, which is a huge population, there are children who have been remote. And I, it's, I'm not putting this in any order of importance. Yeah. Children who've been remote learning since March who are not making it, who are not, not doing well, who are crying every second day. Parents are at their wit's end not knowing what to do with children who are being asked to put their faces into, into computer screens for hours and hours and hours on end and not have any interaction with other young people. Yeah. Uh, and with, there's no, and in many, many places, like Fairfax County, by the way, one of the richest counties in the United States of America, there is no news from the unions or from the teachers in Fairfax County that any end is in sight. They don't send anything out. The parents are not being informed of anything. Children are failing everything at a very, very, very high rate. I don't know what the rate was. We reported it very recently. But like 60% in I think Fairfax. it was 60% in, in Fairfax County of, of children failing who would not normally have been failed. And yet the school has no intention of opening despite, despite the, the fact that there is no evidence of danger of opening. And then there's fam families struggling all over the place. Can you imagine the number of people who are unemployed, who are chronically unemployed now, who have been unemployed since everything closed in March and yeah. never really opened again, yeah. particularly small businesses. Costco, by the way, is doing fabulously, thank you very much, as is Amazon, thank you very much. Yeah. But small businesses are destroyed. It's uh, absolutely, but you know what's good to know, film. it's really good to know that you can still shoot a porn movie here in Los Angeles. You can still shoot a porn movie anytime you really like to do that. And somebody who has a really small restaurant that spent a fortune creating an outdoor space, there's a Mexican restaurant near us and they were so clever. I, I mean, I really took hats off to the entrepreneurship. They created, they had a car park and they filled it up with sand and they created yeah. beautiful fire pits. Yeah. It was absolutely fabulous. And you talk about social distancing, right? It was marvellous. And we used to love to go there. It was really, really nice. Of course, that's closed. Can I just say but something? But you can make a porn movie. It's very something? important. I mentioned the Dalai Lama at the start and we haven't done that story. Oh, then, we? well, we'll talk, no, talk, about that when, talk about that when I'm, when I'm finished. Then, yes, then. yes. All right. Well, so, actually, it's kind of we're all in this together. It's part of that. Now, maybe the reason I didn't do it because I accidentally deleted it from the list here. But the Dalai Lama uh, on the 10th of December, 10th of January, you know, we're all in this together. It's very important. He is teaming up with Greta Thunberg to discuss the dangers uh, to us all of climate feedback loops. Look, these people live on a different planet almost. Maybe the Dalai, you know, the, this is not, they do, they do not care about struggle. They do not care about difficulties. They, they have their way of grasping and grabbing power and they're going to stick to it. And they know that scaring people over COVID, scaring people over climate is a way of exercising that power. And, you know, we're not, you're, you're not all in it together. There are people out there who do not like you and want to, want to, want to destroy your, your business and your employment so they can give you 600 lousy bucks. 
So we're not all in this together. So there's also families, as I said, who are, who are struggling with unemployment um, and with the stress of trying to work out how to keep children occupied who are on Zoom classes that are not working, who are having problems with, with their computers. There are cancer screenings all over the world that have been yeah. postponed yeah. or have not happened. There are vac vaccinations for things like polio and tuberculosis and all that stuff yeah. that should have been happening all over the developing world and has not happened, have been completely stopped for a year, basically, at this point, with the catastrophic results that that's going to have. There's mental health that is, that is a, a huge crisis that is ignored. Basically, the mainstream media aren't dealing with that subject at all. No news stories at night are dealing with the fact that suicide numbers are off the charts and that people are in terrible despair. And you see it if you go, unfortunately, funny enough, tw Twitter has become a place where you can get news. As I said, and we talk all the time about people like Justin Hart, um, Alex Berenson, and our own friend, Phil Kirpin, people like that who are reporting on the news, and obviously ourselves here are reporting on these stories that, don't, that are getting completely ignored. And loneliness, there are people who have been isolated. Some people living alone. By the way, in terms of the whole population of the world, there has never been a time in history where more people have lived alone. So those people who were normally, by the way, you know, they were living alone, but they were grand. They had all kinds of social outlets. They were able to go, even to go and sit somewhere and have a cup of coffee or go and visit somebody or meet up with somebody or go on a hiking thing with somebody or go on holidays. All that stuff has been taken. Loneliness kills people. And having bad mental health makes all health bad. And I thought we were all in this together, yeah. that we all understood that health is a circle. You don't take one particular disease and make that everything. And here's the thing that's weird about that we're all in this together. And we're, we've talked about this a few times. Some people are rocking on here. Like some people are having a whale of a time. Loads of people, by the way, but not as many as the people who are suffering. And the problem with the people who are having a whale of a time, an awful lot of them, an awful lot of them, by the way, are the people who are making the decisions. So Barbara Ferrer, here in Los Angeles County, who is earning almost $600,000 a year. She's earning $50,000 a month, a month, and isn't a medical doctor. She's rocking on. None of this affects her personally, because she's rocking on. I mean, you know, everything's delivered to her house, you know, whatever. You know, she is rocking on. And there's loads and loads and loads of people like her, like Gavin Newsom, like Nancy yeah. Pelosi, with her double, triple, quadruple refrigerators full of all these delightful food Gavin items. Gavin Newsom with his French laundry uh, nights out. And then there's another version, by the way, of the people who, of the, of the not, of we're not all in this together. And Phelan, you and I are actually probably in that category right. to, a, to a certain extent. We have the nice weather. We do have nice food in the house. We are in California where despite all the news, the weather is lovely. So people yes. get to sit outside and we're continuing to meet people, probably breaking lots of rules all the time. But, but you know, but we're not being idiotic, by the way, yes. you know, um, but we're but we are meeting people and people should be trusted. You've got to allow. I heard Claire Fox, yes. by the way, Baroness Fox to you, um, speaking in the Lords recently. And she was basically saying, can you let people be adults? Yes. Stop treating people like children. If you keep on infantilizing people, you know, they'll end up behaving like children. It's very yes. funny. I was a high school teacher a very long time ago and I remember when you put adults and I remember making this point all the time. Anytime that we had, for various reasons, that, that adults would come into the classrooms and we'd put them behind the desks. The minute you put a ch a, uh, an adult behind a desk, they start, to, they start to play up. They start to behave like children. They revert. It's a really weird thing. Mm. And I actually think this continual infantilizing of people makes people 
childlike and we don't want childlike people running around the place we want to empower people and say to people you're you're powerful you're the one who can yes, make decisions you can make decisions yeah. by the way you're you know, a grown-up you can be a lockdown skeptic without being a virus skeptic yeah you're right? a grown-up you're a grown-up you're out there you have children you are a grown-up stop the authorities stop treating people like they're all tw- six-year-olds but there are people who are having a, a fine time and we know some of them and these are good, good people, yeah. by the way, who their adult children have come home because of the fact with the, with the virus and they're living together and they're playing the piano, they're cocooning with their loved ones, they're hiking more, they're doing yoga, they're eating lovely meals, they're making cocktails, they're making sourdough bread. There's a huge population of those people and those people, a lot of those people, by the way, get government salaries. So yeah. life is really great. The money keeps on coming in. People running small businesses, it is a nightmare, their situation. It is a nightmare. People like hairdressers here in Los Angeles County, we know some of them working underground, trying to keep their life life going. I texted one the other day because we had a bit of an emergency. We were invited to the White House and Phelan needed his hair cut. And I texted uh, someone I knew who was was a hairdresser. And I I haven't been in touch with her much uh, because my regular hairdresser wasn't available. And I just texted this woman and... uh, she immediately, I could tell from the way she responded, she panicked. She thought I was um, somebody from the government and right. I was trying to f- catch her out. Um, so this is the kind of horrible stuff that's yeah. been going on. We are not all in this together. And so if you're in the category of people who are rocking on and things yeah. are great, spare a thought and spare some kindness for the people in the other category and particularly children who are going through an awful time. Um, and the elderly and anybody, anybody of any age who is lonely, because that's loneliness will kill you. Yes. Okay. Have a great Christmas. You know, we have please. come to the end. Can I just say one other thing that I noticed here? You know, some somebody in the LA Times, I think, helpfully put together um, a timeline time yeah. of what happened here in, in California with the lockdowns or whatever. And when, you know, just, I'm just going to do this one thing. March the 11th. The first death happened in Los Angeles County, March the 11th, 2020. Um, On March the the 19th, a stay-at-home order was issued statewide for the whole of California. But what was really amazing to me was before the the statewide lockdown, on March the 16th, the Archdiocese of LA suspended masses. So they jumped the gun. They got in there really fast, the Catholic Church, to stop masses. And I really think they have shown a huge lack of leadership by doing that um, and by keeping the churches closed and by not fighting to open the churches. They haven't fought to open the churches. We're not hearing from them. There are are no marches organized by the the Archdiocese. Um, By the way, there's nowhere like a church... Oh, yeah, you're totally socially distanced. I always thought, actually, the churches are too cavernous, too big, you know. Yeah, you can totally do that. They're kind of uninviting. And by the way, and you know the other thing they could have done, you know, knock me down with a feather. Couldn't you have mass after mass after mass, one after another, ten in a row, get a whole lot of priests in and just keep on doing it and bring in 50 people at a time, 100 people at a time, whatever your church would allow. But of course, we haven't seen that and that's very disappointing. It is Christmas time and do tune in tomorrow and listen to the wonderful carol that plays out the end of our scoop for this year. This is our last virus of this year. We want to thank Yvonne for a brilliant idea, Yvonne. Thanks a million. Yvonne came up with this fabulous idea that we would do a daily virus, which we thought was a great idea for five weeks. 
two weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks, three weeks. So Nine yeah. bloody months later. 10 months later, basically, you know, we're still at it and no end in sight. We want to say thank you to you yes. for tuning in and for writing all the lovely messages. And please do continue to do that, please. Do it means a matter to us a lot. We read all the comments. And please give us a rating because we have some horrible trolls out there who are bringing our rating down by putting down low ratings. So we would really ask you to do that. And remember as well, go to the unreportedstoriesociety.com, unreportedstoriesociety.com and donate what you can. We have this 25,000 matching donation, which is amazing, which we need to get $25,000 before the yes. end of the year to match and get the benefit of that matching. So please give what you can and uh, we'll, we'll let you know more about the project. In Have the a year. very, very happy Christmas and right. stay, stay happy please. wherever you are. Thank you. Bye. Bye.